Everybody, it's your host Greg Boyer. Welcome back to the Gregular Show. This is episode 118, and today we have two very special guests. You know them, you love them, John Brady, hey, and Brendan Boyer, hey. And we are here to talk about Queen. That's right, not Queen Elizabeth, not Queen Victoria, uh, Queen the band. Fast Queen. Queens of the Stone Age, the band. No, not Queens of the Stone Age. Hey. Um, just you... regular Queen. Would you believe when researching for this one and I went on Spotify and typed in Queen, the first thing that came up was that band, so so get ready, guys. Get ready. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know what it means, but, you know. Queen, what can we say about Queen that has not been said about Queen? Uh, Bee-boo-bop, uh, Gorble. Okay. <laughs> hey, man, you asked. I just uh, supplying you. <laughs> have you ever seen the movie? Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah. Absolutely. It's a great movie. It was. Bang. It is. We saw a um, tribute band. Oh, you did? Killer Queen. Live. They were amazing. It's back this uh, September. That's awesome. Yeah, I haven't seen... T- well, I've seen a couple tribute bands, but they're usually pretty good. I feel like if you're going to devote your time to being in a tribute band most of the time that people are good. And that's the great thing about tribute bands is like there's no in between. They're either really good or <laughs> really bad. And I feel like either way, that's a great show. Yeah. Agreed. At Agreed. least for me. Yeah. Because I'm an <laughs> asshole. So I love to watch the world burn. Um, I'm going to pause this real And all right, yes. Um, yeah, I love a good tribute band. They were really good. Um it was almost like we were watching the real Queen. The guy had a command of the audience, and he, he was looked that good of a singer. What? He was that good of a singer. He he nailed a lot of it. Um, the high notes, not necessarily all of them, but he yeah. he could go. He had some power to him, and uh, it was a hell of a show. A lot of fun. It's awesome. Um, you guys have a favorite member of Queen? Uh, I, I, Brian may or may not, uh, that's, that's all I got. Yeah, I'd probably say either Freddie Mercury or Brian May. Yeah, no love for John Deacon and Roger Taylor. (laughs) They're all good, it's just... They are, like, really intelligent as far as music and composing goes. Like, all four of them have, um, songwriting credits, which you don't always see that with bands. Usually it's, like, one guy or the other guy or... You know, you get two guys, but all four of them have um, contributed heavily to their hits. So. Uh, Brian May and his dad, I believe, built his guitar themselves. I think it's called, like, Red Special or something. His guitar sound is really hard to replicate because they built the guitar themselves. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's really smart. He's, like, an astrophysicist or something like that, and him and his dad... 
I don't know, they wanted something specific with their guitar, so Jeez. they built it. <laughs> I mean, with that kind of hair, you're not going to be acting like Galileo, you know? Yeah, yeah. Isaac Newton. Yeah, no, incredibly smart guys. They all met in college. Um, now I'm just ripping off the movie. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they found immediate success. It was crazy. They were... <laughs> yeah. But um, their big their big break was like Top of the Pops on the BBC in England. Uh, and, you know, from there, uh, they hit big in the States pretty soon after that. Yeah. Um, but man, once like Bohemian Rhapsody hit, there was no turning back. Yeah. Um. You guys remember your earliest Queen memory? Your introduction to Queen as a band? I mean, I, ever since I was uh, able to hear stuff, I feel like the radio has always had a little little mix of them in there. You know, I probably probably heard "We Will Rock You." Yeah, first we will rock feeling. you. I could I could be wrong on this one, but I'm pretty sure it was "We Will Rock You" in the Donkey Konga bongo game. Okay, um, I I could be wrong on that. You know, I I think they had that on there. I remember watching a video where at least they had All Star on there, uh, and and you know, oh no wait wait no no they they definitely had at least one Queen song. I'm a bet it's that. So. For those unfamiliar, <laughs> it was a GameCube game. It was basically Guitar Hero before Guitar Hero, but oh, it was with bongos, and it was Donkey Kong. <laughs> you gotta buy the controller separate, naturally. Yeah. Because <laughs> that, was, that was huge. That was like 2004, I think? I don't know. My older brother had it, but I remember uh, my sister used to get mad because clapping was part of it and me and my brother would clap in the background <laughs> oh that's awesome <laughs> nice my earliest memory I remember uh, my mom had VH1 in the background and it was pop up video and it was the video for Bohemian Rhapsody and I was like these women sound an awful lot like men <laughs> my mom was like <laughs> These aren't women. <laughs> they are men. Yeah, you know, I was like three or four. It's like, what the hell? I don't freaking know. But God, they really, uh, you know, according to this poll I read somewhere, they were like the third most popular band behind uh, the Beatles and Led Zeppelin in England. I think it was a BBC Two or something like that. Mm-hmm. British Broadcasting, not the other one. But uh, well, if you don't like the Queen, you you know. Yeah, ain't one of us. Yeah, I'm still waiting for the band King. Yeah. <laughs> They're like mortal enemies to show up. Yeah, yeah. And, and Princess, you know, we, we got all the other uh, bases covered by people. You know. They just make really bad music, that's why we haven't heard of them. But Queen is one of those bands that is like, I don't know a single person who, who hates Queen or doesn't like at least one Queen song. Yeah, I feel like hating Queen is like reactionary, like hating the Beatles, you know, like you gotta be a young person who just hasn't heard it all yet, you know, that's the only answer. Yeah, like, you can like Post Malone and Queen. I feel like we were talking about it being on the radio and, uh, like, being exposed from a young age. Like, you know, the Beatles are my favorite. I would almost argue, I feel like, just 
that Queen might be even more in the media, like in just the regular, you know, scape for people. Like I feel like that's just so ingrained in everything, like Queen. Yeah, just as much. Yeah. I yeah. mean, as musicians all around, one could probably argue they're roughly all more talented, but also. I, I don't mean, know like too much where to go with it. Like. TV and movies and everything, and just like knowing the zeitgeist. Those songs. Yeah. yeah. Well, both bands are freaking banger, and uh, <laughs> I, I feel like uh, they're they're both in that uh, good competitive spot for like who who a goat band would be. Like. Yeah. Yeah, they could do it all. Um, so. Do you guys have any dishonorable mentions, any Queen songs that you're like, that was a dog shit song, fuck that shit? Uh, well, nah, nah, not really. No. I just got uh, one one left over that didn't make it to my, uh, er, a couple. Alright, so I, I'm, I'm a little I'm a little uh, 80s skeptic of, of a guy here. Uh, just barely didn't make my list, uh, Radio Gaga and I Want to Break Free. Uh, they, you know, they, 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 don't, they don't tickle my fancy. You don't uh, like that uh, distorted guitar solo from "I Want to Break Free"? Hey, you know, it, it's a fine highlight, fine highlight. But, but all the synthy beat booping, a uh, little, you know, uh, back and beat, it, it, it ain't too much for me. It's a little, a little plain, a little plain for my taste. But man, they, they put a lot of love into that performance. I can't be too big a critic of it. As I said, they uh, barely missed the list. I do not have a dishonorable mention. I don't necessarily call it a dishonorable mention, but I do not have We Will Rock You on my list. Um, and I did separate it from We Are the Champions. I, I recognize I was this. actually... So, I never thought of the two of them being together. But I kept seeing them together. Um, I do not actually have We Will Rock You either. Ooh. Out of the two of them. If one of them would happen to be on my list. Hmm. We will rock you as the one that's not. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Okay. We may have a controversial placement on my list. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it. Anyway. I mean, I still love that song. I mean, I, I think it's such a cool song, too. You know, um, I don't know if it's accurate, but like at least the movie portrayed it as they're trying to do something that the audience was a part of, right. which I think is pretty cool. We are looking for participation. <laughs> I liked Rami Malek's portrayal. I thought he was really good, you know? Yeah. He won the Oscar for that, didn't he? I think he might have. And you know who played uh, John Deacon? Was the kid from Jurassic Park, the one that gets zapped on the electric fence? <laughs> that was him all this time later. I always I love that. It's like a fun little Easter egg type deal. But, uh,. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen Bohemian Rhapsody, go watch it after you listen to the rest of the podcast. It's great stuff. <laughs> but um, let's get into the uh, the lists. So we got our uh, honorable mentions. All right. Uh, do we, do we want me to go first? Uh, just to, you know, I, whichever one of you guys wants to go first. I, I, I nominate you guys, slightly bigger Queen fans than me. I'll go first. Okay. Uh, uh, first uh, honorable mention I got Keep Yourself Alive Yes uh, First track on the first album uh, Roughly all of us have heard this one Just in advertisements and nowhere else I've actually never heard it on the radio Only advertisements Did you know that there are verses to this song? Yes Anyway 
Fun fact, it's also my 15. Hey. So, high five. Are we actually ordering these or the oh. honorable mentions? You don't have to if you don't want to. I mean, I, I do just as far as, okay. like, posterity goes, but I don't... Like, like mine roughly goes in order, but like, but like, I I, I do it loose. Uh, next one, we like it loose. Uh, Flash, Flash Gordon uh, theme there. Uh, not to be confused with Jumpin' Jack Flash, uh, which uh, you know, another another big band, another movie theme. Uh, but but this one, I've heard it in every movie other than Flash Gordon. Have not watched it. Kind of don't know what it's about. That's a sign of the times. Uh, next one, <laughs> don't stop me now. I'm having such a good time having a ball. Uh, I think about when there's that little break down in the middle of it with the don't stop me, don't stop me. Think about that uh, Tim and Eric Totino's pizza rolls commercial, which is like a two minute <laughs> longer. Uh, Y'all should definitely watch it sometime if you haven't. They got a little bit where they're like Totino's, Totino's at like the same exact pace. It's great. And, uh, but yeah, no, this one's really fun. Very, very fun. Very, uh, big these days. A lot of the youth enjoy this one. There's that, uh, uh, what's her name show? Rebel Wilson. She had a sitcom on, like, ABC or whatever, and Don't Stop Me Now was the theme song. They all, like, lip-synced the opening. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And then, and then controversial placement out here. We are the champions. I got in my honorable mentions. Of the uh, world. Of the yeah. world. Ends on the... Phrase of the just kidding. Uh, this song, so like it's always just represented the end of something, you know. It comes right after We Will Rock You whenever it's played on the radio. It's in the credits of stuff, you know. The inspiration for the song was like the winning of a soccer game, which, like, that may be the greatest thing that I'd be happy for the credits of is the end of a soccer game, which I was a soccer player in high school for like all of the years. Uh, I will still roast uh, professional soccer games. Much I love. play it after whenever I have sex. <laughs> and, uh, and then uh, uh, and after winning a bicycle race I got that as my last honorable mention bicycle race the very transitions <laughs> we're really stretching them. Uh, it's a nice weird one very out there as just a musical idea for the damn harmonies and the build up and the like, like they like I feel like they had a lot of fun with this one but they definitely had to have a lot of takes to make it like sound good because you know it, it the shit they're going for in there it's tough to make it sound good I good good on you it, it's an honorable mention right there bicycle race <laughs> what about you guys? uh my or my number 15 I guess um, is good old-fashioned lover boy mm -hmm. I feel like that's uh, one that I don't hear talked about as much but when I first heard it I was like oh my god this is amazing you know um, I feel like it's very different than a lot of the other songs I mean it definitely has like a queen vibe to it at the same time but uh, it's very I don't even know how to describe it like Like upbeat, but like kind of like it's it's fun. That's definitely fun. <laughs> uh, it was like, on their uh, Grease Hits, right? Their first Grease Hits album. I'm not sure where it actually comes from. Um, it's like it's one 
Right, I mean, I know it's definitely not, that yeah. wasn't where it came from, came from, but... <laughs> it's definitely an earlier one, I believe. Um, my next one uh, is Bicycle Race. You mentioned that one. Oh, yeah. Another uh, kind of goofy one where it's like... I feel like it's funny. Um, imagine... I'm sure they didn't do it this way, but like pitching that idea, like, hey, I got an idea for a song... <laughs> like, like there's no way to just like sing a little yeah. bit offhand and just yeah, don't be like, like it's gonna sound like this I'm like no like, bicycle, wanna, bicycle, yeah. bicycle. <laughs> yeah. like whoa no. slow down there you can you can ride your bicycle the cocaine's right on the table <laughs> we don't we don't have anything against riding bicycles it's not the 80s yet cocaine hasn't been invented <laughs> um okay uh my next one, Keep Yourself Alive. Hey, um, all right. Yeah. It's our first uh, three. It's our <laughs> yeah. first three. We all, yep, all of us have touched it. Um, my uh, my wrestling coach actually used to, if, so in a tournament, if you had already, like, lost and, like, you need to, like, if you lose again, most of the time you're out. So, like, those matches where, like, you needed to win, he would, like, sing that. <laughs> oh hell yeah that's good inspiration right yeah. there yeah keep yourself alive <laughs> nice um you know when I was in high school I watched one long high school wrestling tournament and it was really nice it's very entertaining yeah that's awesome wrestling tournaments can be really long <laughs> yeah, yeah. so you were there like uh for how long were you there you think at least three hours or so. It was like was a school assembly. Salem. I think it was like one of those yeah. big like year culmination. A lot of schools coming for a meet. Yeah. Uh, it was in 20, 2014. 2014. Shit, whole decade ago. We got to go to a wrestling uh, match right before Christmas break. I believe it would have been... Was it the year I did wrestling? No, I don't think it was. I think it was like a year after, a couple years after. Because by that point, obviously, I wouldn't have just gone to a wrestling. I would have been there already. But this one, I was like, hey, we're going to the wrestling match. And it was great. But, yeah, I I love that song. I'll I'll tell you why when I get to it. uh... (laughs) Uh, My next one, uh, Brendan kind of mentioned this. In kind of a negative light, (laughs) I should say. Uh, but I'm going with uh, Radio Gaga, especially the Live Aid version. Yeah, no. That's so, great. this is the thing, is no, I would not, like, put it with the rest of the Queen, you know, discography, I would say. But especially the Live Aid version, I feel like, you know, it's hard to not, like, any song from that performance I feel like they had such energy in the whole thing like I wouldn't actually probably listen to the album version of that song but I like the live aid version um but I have it on a playlist I call it we'll do it live and I have all these live performances of songs and that and we uh we are Bohemian Rhapsody that one because I think they're connected or something like that Two songs, you think? I think so. I gotta look at my playlist now. Was it Live Aid? I don't. 
Yeah. Kind of, maybe it w- just went into it or something. Right, like it was a transition. Do, I don't remember the order. But the full Live Aid performance with Queen is really good, though. If you've ever watched or sat down to watch the whole thing. It's not that long, actually. Yeah, right uh, there. See Bohemia Rhapsody until it Radio uh, Gaga. You know, you know uh, one that's uh, like, like a live track that's uh, that, that that I like a little more that I've heard than the uh, studio one? Sam Claus is coming to town, Bruce Springsteen. Hells yeah. And uh, Reach Up for the Sunrise by Duran Duran. They got one solid live version on Spotify. Pretty decked out. Nice. I but. feel like um, Fleetwood Mac is always better live. Did you hear their rumors uh, live release that they put out last year? I don't think I did. I'll send it to you. It's really good. They uh, do a Silver Springs from the, um, what is it, the dance? Uh, From 97, and uh, that was pretty good. But, uh, yeah, they got a rumors live album. Now, uh, now, is that all the uh, honorable mentions there? We, we I, I have one more. Oh, sorry about that. Which is um, Under Pressure. Hell yeah, Ice Ice Baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally. Have you ever seen the video of him uh, explaining how the how he's, how he didn't copy it? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, there it goes. <laughs> you know, r- Rapper's Delight and Good Times, two completely different songs. And yeah. another one by the Dust. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. It's, ama- <laughs> it's amazing in the past how, like, you could just do that stuff and, like... <laughs> Nobody better than you, I. You wouldn't even think about it. You'd be like, oh, yeah, I'll just... I like that. <laughs> <laughs> that, that song worked for them. It's going to work for me, too. God damn it. Okay, and that's, yeah, that's my five right there. Hell yeah. Yeah, we'll come back to some of those. Um, my number 15, Keep Yourself Alive. Come on, that intro with the guitar, the crazy, wacky guitar. You can't not have it. You know? It's got energy to it that it's just, it's very exciting. What a way to, like, introduce yourself, you know? They got some real strong album openers. I uh, saw at least like half of them were all like pr- pretty uh, big. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. What's that uh, one song there that everybody hates from uh, Hot? Was it Hot? Oh, uh, Staying Power. Staying Power. Yeah, I oh. love that. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll hear about <laughs> that. <laughs> That's not on my <laughs> list. I was just thinking about that. Um, I want it all. Number fourteen. Um, another great. When, when do you want forget that? about that one all the time. What one? And when do you want that? I want it now. <laughs> that, that one too. I've also only heard in advertisements and never on the radio. Big commercial song, car commercials, all kinds of shit. It's fun. It's really good energy. It's usually about a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or a car. <laughs> they performed that at the uh, tribute show, and that one, that was one of the earlier songs that they did, and I was like, fuck yeah. Um, you know, it's just, it's good shit. Um, I really love their harmony. Whenever they harmonize together, certain bands, when they all sing together, it, it really hits a power. Like, um, Brendan can't stand when the Rolling Stones all sting together. Yeah, they, they do not, 
ah, man, Ruby Tuesday, man. Does that sound good? <laughs> like, I'm not an advocate for all music having to be pretty. I listen to some grating nonsense, believe me. And I'm not saying that the Rolling Stones are worse than grating nonsense. I got a lot of love for them. But Ruby Tuesday, okay, okay, that, that's, that's enough of that. <laughs> or She's a Rainbow, or... Eh, you know, the two go hand in hand forever. They'll never be apart. I feel like it was like an A-side, B-side single or something. She's a Ruby. But friggin', and She's a Rainbow is great until, you know, until all the kids got obsessed with it. You know, I'm just going to sound You like mean Mom and Dad. <laughs> oh, gosh. Our, our mom got a little too into it. It was like a ringtone for a bit. And, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, the first time I ever heard it, you know, SNL, Kristen Wiig just. There uh, is, Spicoli. We're uh, watching the, Friends the, in the background. Yeah, TV's on, totally unrelated. <laughs> what was I just saying right now? <laughs> oh, she's a rainbow. Oh, shit, right. Yeah, we, I, the first time I ever heard that, on SNL, like 2011 or 12 or so, uh, Kristen Wiig was uh, just uh, retiring, and they played that little bit at the end of the show for whatever, and, uh, and it was nice. And I'm like, oh, that was a, really, that was a nice song, because they had just played Ruby Tuesday, I think, right before it. Uh, Andy Samberg was retiring the same episode. What a what a freaking cast. Uh, let's talk about that, but not on this episode. Yeah! Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, nah. And, uh, and after that, it just went downhill. She's a rainbow and not go away. But speaking of not going away, uh, me talking about this, what's Greg's uh, rest of his honorable mentions? Number 13, Stone Cold Steve Austin's favorite Queen song, Stone Cold Crazy. Uh, that almost made it to mine. Another great guitar intro. Oh, it's so fucking fun. Uh, and then he just starts spitting the bars. And, you know, I love this manic Freddy energy that he's got. And then they go, Stone Cold Crazy, you know. And it's just fun. These motherfuckers are fun. You can't, like, put on a Queen album and just be like, crossing your arms. Hmm. <laughs> he really, what you were just saying, he really did uh, appear to have a lot of energy all the time. <laughs> you know, like, one of those <laughs> yeah. people, like... Y'all, like, maybe we'll talk about it later, depending on what list it's on, but um, the, the show must go on there. Like, I heard that was his last uh, one that he recorded, mm -hmm. and I had never actually heard it. I just heard of it. He's going so damn hard. Like, what the hell? <laughs> mm -hmm. ah! He did that for the fans, I'll tell you. Mm. But, uh... Some people just got it. Well, they definitely did a lot of coke, too, but, uh... Yeah. I don't. Would he have done that? Right before stepping on stage, though. I don't know. You know? And I know it's probably nerves, too, but have you ever seen him, like, warming up to go out? Like, he's, like, very amped, you know? And, like, on stage, he's very amped. So I don't I don't know if that could be. The, unless he was doing it right before he went out, I didn't notice. I mean, you know. Like, I can't say that I don't have that same kind of energy whenever I'm performing in front of people. Yeah. Like, even when I'm coming to the podcast, I'm like, fuck, yeah. we're about like, to record. I mean, sometimes just running off the fumes of, I'm going to be in front of 30,000 people, I'm going to make a million bucks, ah, you know, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I don't suck at singing. Like, you know, you know, everything's on your side. You're just ready to go, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> I think Stone Cold Crazy was in, uh, I think it was in a wrestling game. I think it was 2K18. And it was also in a Guitar Hero. Mm. So it's a big video game. Video song. games. Oh, that's right. It was in one of the first two. Yep. Yeah. Wow. The band My. Killer Queen was in uh, one of the other, the whichever one it wasn't in. Right. 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 That's a funny Guitar Hero song because it's not super guitar-y until like halfway through. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> Playing no notes. <laughs> right, just watching the, the guitar come down the TV. Oh, man, I fucking miss Guitar Hero. That used to be so much fun. Like, your friends would come over and you'd be like, all right, let's get mad at the controller. Yeah. Like, like, when are they going to port the first two to anything? Like, like you can only play that on a broken PS2 or Xbox, and uh, and they had you know that's whole two whole games worth of songs. The amount of money we do. spent on Guitar Hero peripherals and <laughs> the games themselves back in the day, and Rock Band, we were a Rock mm. Band Guitar yeah. Hero household. The issue though is you'd have to get controllers compatible to the new yeah. devices as well. Yeah. Oh man, you get a rock band controller that works with every Guitar Hero game except three. The one everybody <laughs> loves and has. <laughs> the best one. The but, um. Uh, rock band was good too. My. Yeah, when they came out with those drums. Oh my god, yes. Mm. With, the, with the foot pedal? My feet yeah. hurt still <laughs> thinking about Shoot, which came first, Rock Band or Guitar Hero World Tour? Uh, Guitar Hero World Tour came after Rock Band. Mmm. Rock Band was 2007, Guitar Hero World Tour was 2008, I think. So they just put the drums and mic in there to keep up appearances. I see, To I compete, see. right, because they were not owned by the same company at that time, although they did end up getting owned by the same company. Huh. And then that company did not put out anything. <laughs> Activision? No, it was like Harmonix or whatever. Oh, oh. But, um... My number 12, crazy little thing called Love. The Queen attempt at a 50s rock and roll song. Uh, I remember as a kid thinking it was like really boring, like an Elvis knockoff. Now, obviously, the older I get, the more I can have an appreciation and separate the two. Um, fun song, you know, music video, they're in the leather jacket. and Yeah, it's, it's good shit. Um, you know, obviously, it's not as like high manic energy like Stone Cold Crazy or Keep Yourself Alive or Bicycle Race but it's it's a fun song um, starting off the 80s it's funny I look at Queen as two very different bands you have the 70s Queen and the 80s Queen and like it's crazy how different they are from each other but there's still some wonderful shit to be found in both of them um, and then my Last honorable mention, number 11, Seven Seas of Rye. Another very high-energy song. Um, Almost made mine. Are we talking Queen or Queen 2? Queen 2. The Queen 1 is just like the 72nd instrumental, <laughs> which is good, but I don't know. Yeah, it's, Some person that out there might like it more than the other one. Not me, or anybody in the room probably but <laughs> when they hit that harmony and then it goes in the high and it, ah! yeah it's so good with the freaking piano and oh. fuck yeah queen man <laughs> yeah yeah you know yeah <laughs> oh shit but I just I love it and obviously you know they knew their shit with production they knew what the hell they were doing which is incredible obviously they had good producers too but Damn. They, from the start, you could tell, like, these guys know what they're doing. Because their first couple albums, you know, they sound a lot like the, um, you know, their contemporaries, your Deep Purples. Yeah, they see, it's almost like, um, when I got into, like, looking through their 
other stuff. Like it's almost a little bit like like harder rock than I was anticipating, you know. Yeah, a lot of like not Led Zeppelin in execution, but Led Zeppelin in concept like the yeah. sounds of the songs. Yeah. We're going on a journey to look for Mordor, whatever. Uh, you know. Yeah, there's something I was hearing in one of the earlier ones. I was like, it sounds like Boston a bit. Yeah. They, they got like the, the tempos going on. Good, good driving beats. And yet they still, I feel like they would still throw in like these other songs too. Like I feel like Queen, especially, like their albums are a little bit chaotic and it's like oh it's here but now we're over here and it's like yeah they definitely you cannot accuse them of sounding the same yeah. with every song yeah which i always thought you know that's that's a really difficult thing because like obviously they've they had a good like 15 16 year run yeah where they're putting out original stuff original stuff and it's all over the place like you said and it's like I don't know. For the amount of shit that they got in that little bit of time is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, so that brings us to our top ten list. So we'll go Brendan, John, me, and so on and so forth. Alright. Uh, number ten for me is We Will Rock You. Uh, I got this one little notch above We Are The Champions. Uh, just, uh, you know, I... So, like, it's like the beginning of a concert, you know, We Are The Champions is like the end of it, you know. During any live performances, were they doing it just consecutive one right after the other? I think I should so. have researched a little bit more. Uh, Greg knows. <laughs> I John probably so. knows, too. Uh, but, uh, yeah, nah, th- this song is a whole utility. It is a novelty. It is uh, meant to be unlike other songs in that it's, you know, ensuring that you are pumped up and getting ready to be rocked. Uh, by them is they, they will they rock, rock you yeah <laughs> See, it's very threatening if you think <laughs> about like it the di- do not mistake the dynamic they and you uh, you know are, are, anyway uh, we will all rock together you know, <laughs> speaking of rock band uh, bringing it back there we will rock you was on a lego rock band uh, I didn't even know that great drum oh, song oh yeah and it, uh, and I, you know, tracking my high score on that thing, I'm, I'm just going to throw it out there. My uh, peak, uh, I, I almost set a wo- uh, you know, world record uh, high score on We Will Rock You, Lego Rock Band. Timing out the star power is just right. But uh, in all fairness, I, I probably was looking at a real outdated website, and nobody's actually really keeping track of that shit uh, for the last, like, ten years. And uh, so that, that, that was just uh, that. That's my number ten. Uh, we will. Rock. So you are a world record uh, holder. I mean, I mean, if if uh, yeah, 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 the Brendan uh, boy, I'm here to shake hands, guys. Uh, just, just, uh, the king of we will rock you on Lego rock band. <laughs> hey man, nobody can time them stop powers like me. Anyway, uh, <laughs> what's your number ten, John? My number ten has already been mentioned. Uh, some people might be shocked at this, but I'm putting Flash's theme. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel like that song has... I don't even know. Like, I feel like I almost put it into the category of, like, like some of uh, like the Beatles songs that sound like it would come from, like, a different, like, world or something. You know, I know it Wait. was... 
It's almost a song. <laughs> yeah, like it was. It was made so like Flash Gordon, like the movie or whatever. Like that's a sci-fi movie, so like they perfectly they made it to capture, you know, the sci-fi sound. Like I don't know. I just the production of it. I love like it's it's just like a really fun song. Uh, it's in Blades of Glory. If you've seen Blades of Glory, yeah. when they're doing the. Uh, was it the last? It's yeah. It's their la- It's their final. Uh, when they execute the move. Yeah. The. Uh, the. Uh, oh. I, I can't believe. Where? I know this. Right. I, just give me a second. I've got this. It's the. Uh, Person goes up in the air and they do the, yeah. the flip with the kick with the blade. They almost cut him in the neck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and see, it's in every movie that we're seeing except Flash Gordon. Yeah. <laughs> Ted. Oh. I gotta look it up now. Sam Jones was in the, uh, the double pits to chesty. Y'all remember that axe commercial mm-hmm. with the uh, with the uh, you know flip on the motocross there or whatever? And the double pits to chesty. Now I'm like, what are they saying? <laughs> like, is that English? <laughs> yeah, the iron. The Iron Lotus, okay. That's like the White Lotus, that TV show that came out. Flash is not... It's funny. You would think that it would have made my list. It did not make my list. Uh, it would have considered... It would have been 16. Before We Will Rock You. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. That, you know, it speaks volumes for how many great songs they have. Yeah. My number 10 is... Bicycle race. We love it. You know, the manic energy, the, uh, don't believe in Peter Pan, Frankenstein, and Superman. Yeah. It's it's fun stuff. Um, it's funny. I listened to my entire playlist. We didn't start the fire uh, lyrics there. Very big, uh, we didn't start the fire energy from that song. I listened to my uh, playlist and it only took like an hour and five minutes at the most like to, for all these songs. I'm like, holy shit. Like, they're quick songs. Yeah. And of course, uh, Bicycle Race, you know, it it works so well with Fat Bottom Girls, that whole album. It's like, yeah. they're like companion pieces. Man, get on your bikes and ride. Exactly. They're talking about bicycles, mm-hmm. not motorcycles. Right, bicycle race. The fat bottom girls are having the bicycle race. I think that's what they were talking that's about. How they got those bottoms. That's right. Uh, number nine. Number nine. Uh, Killer Queen. Uh, semi self-titled song. Uh, I've had a love hate for this thing my whole life. <laughs> I it's just been you know it's been omnipresent like Queen so, you know I don't know how to make it what to make of it but like you can say it I played it to death Greg played it a little bit to death but uh but like ah, it's such a on point song around every damn corner like the one of my biggest beefs with Queen uh, is that like the harmonies sometimes when it sounds like it's a yelling into a fan inside of a basket uh i don't love it so much but at the same time 
it's still really impressive and this is one tight ass song and like there's still a lot of room for Freddie Mercury's solo vocals to shine through and and that's big and some iconic guitar solo work and just every damn thing about this song is so on point like it's it's a you know a beat you won't hear commonly in a song one and, two uh, one two and the whole style you know is like a playful baroque shebang you know it's like it's you know it's really uncommon you know it's it's a it's a palate cleanser on the radio you know growing up as a kid not the hugest fan but I got a lot of love for it these days. It's my number nine. My number nine has been mentioned multiple times, <laughs> which is we are the champions. Oh yeah. Uh, I feel like this is one of those songs that just everyone knows. Uh, which obviously there's good reason for it. It's uh, it's one of those like yeah, if you were like celebrating or something and you put that on, like it's just like yeah, it feels just, good. It it feels really good to listen to that song like when you're when you're happy, you know. Yeah. It's also like most of their songs, a very impressive vocal part. <laughs> yeah. We take it for granted sometimes. Yeah. And it, like, just... It just starts. He's like, I've... And you're like, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> no instrumental lead-in or anything. Um, Did you ever see The Family Guy where Stewie's terrified of the album cover? I have not. News of the World, because it's the robot with the... Oh. <laughs> it's one of the funniest fucking things. It's the episode where they go to Fat Camp. Right? Uh, no... Wait... No, yeah, wait, no. Well, okay, so there, there's like the fat guy camp, like with the Lois's uh, brother there. No, uh, that was like a different one. The, you know, that's you, the fat guy you, strangler. That's right, that's right. You know, you might be right. Right, because the, the Asian guy is the one who uh, ends up trying to kill him. Yeah. Kill Chris, yeah. Okay, yeah, now that rings a bell. Yo, uh, News of the World, that's the, that's the one uh, Queen album that I have listened all the way through. Yeah, with a terrifying robot, man. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'll we'll hear about We Are the Champions again. Oh. Just a guess. Probably a couple times. It, it seems to have come up a lot in conversation. <laughs> yeah. Especially when with in relation to We Will Rock You. <laughs> They're different songs. They are different songs, yes. And I appreciate you guys not lumping them in together. Yeah. I was wondering if uh, one of us was going to do that. <laughs> I wasn't going to lay the hammer down on it, but personally I wouldn't. Um, and that brings us to my number nine, Fat Bottom Girls. Back to back, Bicycle Race, Fat Bottom Girls. I had to. Those songs will forever be hand in hand for me. Like a We Will Rock You, We Are the Champions. Um, it just starts with Ah. Oh, I love that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It just it works so good. You know, they're all hitting the harmonizing on Are You Gonna Take Me Home Tonight? You know, that's, we... That's one time when I don't mind the harmony smacking me right in the face, you yeah. know? Well, and that song is a big jump scare, too, yeah, because they just yeah. fucking jump right into it, you know? <laughs> He'll be sitting there, sitting there, silent, 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 ah! And it's like, whoa! But, um... 
It's fun. It's a fun song. Everybody loves it. I don't know anybody who dislikes this song. Uh, you know, we all, we've seen Fat Bottom Girls. We love the Fat Bottom Girls. They make the rockin' world go round. Not um, to be uh, confused with the Oak Ridge Boys. Right. And uh, Flat Earthers hate this song. It's, that's the one group of people that hate this song. Yeah, no, they, they like sticking to their flat bottoms. Yeah, flat bottom girls. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> that uh, was number eight. Number eight. Uh, this one's been mentioned. Uh, crazy little thing called love. Hell yeah. Uh, you know, the little uh, Elvis uh, style there, you know, the old uh, throwback to the old styles while having a little bitty new spin on it. Uh, this one came out in 1980. So, you know, the, the mixing's good. And uh, us us poor saps will absolutely be picking this over any 50s song. I think and, it's uh, the best Stray Cat song ever made, to be honest with you. Man, the other day at a trivia thing, let me tell you, the song Jump, Jive, and Whale, the person said was an original by the Brian Setzer Orchestra. Let me tell you, that ain't right. But that's that's just a little aside. That's Louis Prima, damn it. Louis Prima, or we, somebody before him. We know I, our Olive Garden he, music. He at least did it before Brian Seltzer. I'm coming for you, Brian Seltzer. All right. <laughs> I'm such a dick bag. Brian right. Setzer's listening to this right now. Man, he's there. You know, I drink Seltzer every day. I'm such a dick. His name's Setzer. Alright, but that's my number uh, eight crazy little thing called love. Uh, our brother Chris liked this one a lot. Number eight crazy little thing called love. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Hell yeah. Uh, this one was just mentioned. Bringing it back. Fat Bottom Girls is my number eight. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, so you mentioned the harmonies at the beginning. Um, I think, especially... That they did it like acapella too. I'm sure like that they were listening to something while they did it, but um, I think that those harmonies really shine through and are really impressive when they do that. Um, I feel like you always say that like jump scare thing. I think I love when songs do that. Honestly, I feel like it's like a very similar like to almost like uh, like the Star Wars intro. Yeah. You're just watching a black screen, black yeah. screen. Like if yeah, like if I was listening to my playlist on the shuffle and I was like had it up pretty loud and I didn't know what was coming next and that came in, it's like <laughs> it's a good feeling. You know? You know, between Star Wars and Queen, I only say this because literal majority of people I'm sure same fan base. Because <laughs> everybody likes them, yeah. I also like uh, later in the song when it's like, "Won't you take me home tonight, please?" Yeah, <laughs> that's fun. You wonder if that was part of it or if he was vamping. Man, man was venting. <laughs> You write a song like that, you gotta get something out of your system, you know. <laughs> nah, nah. Yeah. yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Will we see Fat Bottom Girls again? We might. We, we might, might see it again, guys. We'll have to figure out how many uh, tr- three, I, three of a kind we got. I, I might like the Fat Bottom Girls the most out of us guys. I, I'm just saying. I, <laughs> okay, it's no competition. Now. <laughs> we all appreciate. 
<laughs> Fat Bottom Girls. Um, that's my number eight is Another One Bites the Dust. I probably have it at the lowest. Mm. The whole group. Um, we love that uh, John Deacon bass uh, riff. We love uh, the Good Times uh, ripoff. You know. Um fun song of course family guy referenced it um without it would we have weird al yankovic i don't know i don't know another one rides the bus was like his big breakthrough hit that he performed on uh the dr demento show and all that without queen we'd have no weird al that's right that's the takeaway that's right <laughs> responsible for that whole man's career damn it but uh it's just it's cool man it's a cool song it's like um there's a part in the song too close by next that sounds like another one bites the dust uh you know what i'm talking about oh which one what, what were you dun, 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 dun. The too close. The, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. No, that, that's just the jingle they played on that old uh, idiot test game show when they'd, uh, you know, uh, be guessing the thing. Boom. Shout out to Ben Glebe who follows me on Twitter. Yeah, he used to follow me on Twitter, but I, I don't know. He unfollowed me, but but he still follows Greg. Yeah. It's weird. Did <laughs> you say something that upset him? Probably. Yeah, no, I, I guess I wasn't tweeting enough. Man wants invested uh, people. He wants entertainment. Absolutely. <laughs> this was yeah. This whole podcast was just an excuse for me to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it took a hundred something episodes, but we finally said, "Hey, Ben Glebe, <laughs> we see you." Uh, Front of the show. But, uh, yeah, another voice of us. It's classic. It's probably somebody's favorite Queen song. Not mine. Uh, probably somebody's favorite disco song. Oh, yeah. A lot of lot of a uh, lot of rockheads uh, favorite uh, disco song definitely. I don't know what rockheads means. White people, anyway, people that like seven. crack. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, number seven. You're my best friend, uh, Greg. Thanks, pal. Uh, ooh, uh, you're making me live Sherman's now. Right there. Uh, honey. <laughs> Yeah, this uh, this song, another one that lives on perpetually in advertisements, but I have heard it on the radio a few times. Uh, and it's really nice. It's just a low-key, appreciative, happy little song. Uh, there really ain't too much depth to it, and sometimes you really need that with a track. And uh, I, I, you know, their their harmonies are freaking tight in this thing, you know? Except when they, you make a million you know that comes at you a little, little fast, but still, you know, mm, sounds good. They, they, it's, it's a good song. I, I like that. It's just, it's just not, it's not a very polarizing song at all. It's just right there in the middle, and it's in the middle of my list, roughly number seven. Uh, but the, we like it roughly. Okay. For uh, my number seven, I'm going with somebody to love. Hell yeah. I feel like. That's another fun one. Uh, a lot of fun ones on here. <laughs> Absolutely, they are a fun band. I feel sure. like it almost has like uh, maybe it's just me. Like, don't go breaking my heart, kind of a vibe. Like an Elton John almost. Sure. Maybe it's just the piano and the the high singing. But 
He does. Um, no, no, that's uh, George Michael. Does somebody to love? I think. Right. He does it live. Oh, oh, the version of it. Right. Because I was thinking of Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me, which they both do live. But oh, yeah. yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, There's got to be an Elton John Queen crossover that I'm not thinking of right now. They have similarness at sometimes with the piano and the high singing and, you know, like the kind of light kind of... Uh, Kinda. I feel like they had to have known each other at some point, not making a joke about that. I'm just saying, like, they were in the same, like, time period, and yeah. they were both successful musicians. You know, I'd, I'd uh, say about them biopics there, you know, the Rocket Man and the uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, and they made I, both of those movies <laughs> at the same time. Really similar times. I would put them on, like, I would rate them the same. Yeah. I, I enjoy both equally, yeah. uh, and I... Yeah, yeah, no. They, they got the job done in them movies. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, that's uh, that's number seven there. What say you, Rick? What say me? My number seven, Radio Gaga. Gaga. Okay. Love Radio Gaga. Uh, it's Specifically the Live Aid or just in general? In general. Um, Radio Gaga for me is probably the most fresh out of all of these songs. Um Radio Gaga was not really one that was played on the radio often, ironically. Um, radio Gaga is the reason Lady Gaga has the name Lady Gaga. Is it actually? Yep, she. that's uh, what she took from. Just, yeah. Is that, I don't even know, like, because I know it from Live Aid, like, was it really popular before that, or did they just make the choice, hey, we're going to do this song? I couldn't tell you, um... I can look up, like, Radio Gaga's chart uh, performance, but that was off the same album with uh, Staying Power, right? And Under Pressure? Nah, no. I think that was one after. It's one after. Shit. Shit! <laughs> was oh, that God, a similar time? Oh, the works. Yeah. To was... Live Aid, do you think they're picking, like, Ozone and, like, a current one? That could be what it was, because they only had, like, 30 minutes to, to do that, right? Okay. Yeah, they only did like, because that's why I'm wondering, because they only had like a couple songs they played. Right, because Radio Gaga was like the big, um, 84, the works. Let's see here, charts. So, in the U.S., Hot 100, it made it to 16. Um, but worldwide, it was number one in a lot of countries, uh. You know, so it was a, it was a fairly popular song. Like it was, yeah. it was just another string of uh, Queen hits for them. Quits, as they call them in the industry. But it's a great audience participation song with the clapping, and all we hear is Radio Gaga, Radio Goo Goo, Radio Gaga. It's funny. It's funny words. Baby talk is hilarious. What can I say? Um. It's good shit. But yeah, like I said, it's for me it's the freshest of the Queen songs. Uh love the synth on there. Uh, the synth isn't for everybody. Every not everybody loves synth, but as far as uh the Queen catalog goes, it was pretty much that and then uh I Want It All were like for me the last my last personal favorites. Chronologically. Chronologically. Right. Yeah. Hell yeah. 
number six. Controversial placement. Nah, it's in the top six. That, that's the big hype one. Bohemian Rhapsody. Whoa, Whoa buddy. Bohemian I, Rhapsody. That is very controversial. That is know, extremely controversial. And the judgment is you can feel it. I'm a dick, and, and my next, uh, <laughs> my number five is going to really uh, exemplify <laughs> the dickness. Uh, but Bohemian Rhapsody. Dang it, you know, it's been as omnipresent as any other Queen song that's been jammed down your throat over the lifetime. But, damn it, this one's an all-time classic. It is, like, you know, I, I am a big supporter of when a song goes in a bunch of directions and makes it work, you know? You, you gotta have some cohesion to the thing. I don't even know if, you know, what, what the hell with this song. But, like, it's just remained so catchy, it ingrained so hard in the brain... And it, it's it's just a master class of, of music, you know, like I j just a just a masterpiece, you know. Uh, and and so while I may personally never go out of my way to listen to it, I'm not gonna have a bad time every time it pops up. Uh, and, and and it's you know objectively a very impressive musical feat. Tell them about the Donkey Kong version. There is something on YouTube called DK Rhapsody. Now, if you've heard the DK rap uh, from Donkey Kong 64, iconic game, backtracking, we love it. Uh, it's, uh, it's, yeah, they take a lot of the, you know, worse, you know, vocal track, blah, from DK rap, put it in Bohemian Rhapsody. So it's like a dude singing about Donkey Kong to the, to, to the tune of Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> That's pretty good. And, uh, and like, Friggin', it's so good. I, I would absolutely recommend sitting through the entire length of the actual song that the video lasts for. Uh, and, and yeah, uh, equally enjoyable? Question How mark? does it end? Uh, oh, fuck. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, like, there's one bit where there's like the whole, uh, you know, hey, come if you go with you, let me go. Where they're like, DK, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong is here, he is here, he is here, Donkey Kong is here. Like, there's a whole, tr it's so damn stupid. And, oh, it's so good. Like, J Donkey Kong is here, man. That, that's the, you know, get hyped. But anyway. It's as good as the Big Mouth Billy Bass or <laughs> Billy Bass is singing Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody the Banger. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a good. Uh, also the Goldbergs. Oh, Bohemian, Bohemian Rap City. City. You gotta do yourself a favor and go look. You know they probably got on YouTube. They got Family Guy funniest moments. They gotta have the Goldbergs uh, bits on there. Yeah, they got Rap uh, City on there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. D don't watch Family Guy funniest moments. Uh, number uh, six. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John. Um, what's your number six? Uh, I think this one was also mentioned, uh, but don't stop me now. Hell yeah. I feel like that's another one of those where, like, you know, if I was, you know, trying to hype myself up or something, or, like, having, like, a happy, you know, mix of songs, uh, that would definitely be in there, you know? Like, having such a good time, you know? It's just, like, I feel like that's, like, a I'm driving in the car kind of song, you know? Like, yeah. Like you, you start the car tonight, <laughs> and you're like backing out. And then, then you hit the gas when they start into. It. 
you know, that little little piece of melody that that's like the uh, little bit of the beginning to the uh, main Donkey Kong melody in Donkey Kong Country. Everything can be Donkey Kong. This little podcast is now the Donkey Kong podcast. It's it's all who knew? They predicted Donkey Kong or so. They came before it. I, I they were the prophets to Donkey Kong's arrival. I, they, they that's their weird place Al Yankovic the Donkey Kong. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, you know what's funny? That's another. That's my number six. Oh, yeah? Don't oh, stop me now, nice. man. I'll tell you. That is incredible. It's such a good song. It's like you said. It's the best hype song. Mm-hmm. There's that energy to it. Don't stop me. Don't stop me. <laughs> Talk to your nose. Talk to your nose. Oh, that's terrible. Um, yeah, I'm a sex machine. Lady Godiva, Godiva chocolates. I think of chocolate when I hear this song. The whole thing. It's amazing. Lady Godiva, you've been down too long in the midnight sea. Oh, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, you feel like you're like flying through space listening to this song. I'm a rocket ship. I'm a chocolate chip, whatever they say, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, man. Good. We have good taste at number yeah. six. Yeah, we did. Fuck yeah. Let's get in at top five. Top five. Number five. I placed this above Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm playing this on my car rides. We got Staying Power. Ooh, uh, this guy's a heel. No, no. This is, a, this is a common least favorite Queen song. Ain't a lot of love for this bad boy. You know, a lot of you probably heard it. Also in advertisements and never on the radio. You know, see what I got. I got a hell of a lot. <laughs> you know, that that's pretty much the, 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 ke- the catchy bit everyone's going to remember. You and me, we got staying power. Like, and, 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 like, I don't know. Everything's real synth, real programmed drums. As synthetic as it gets. Uh, with like weird aerodynamic <laughs> sounds in it and shit, uh, beep boop, friggin' horns and stuff. I I like it. It's it's a little objectively grating on the ears, but like, what the hell were they thinking when they made this thing? They're just putting themselves out there. It's a very, it's a very ah flexing my machismo kind of thing when it's it's not that macho of a song great and, album cover though. which I, I love you know i love the uh you know it's it's just putting itself so hard out there and it's the opener to the album which means you know since queen's doing it doing it it's great and i mean it's arguably the other most popular song on that album other than under pressure so it's it's got it's got some credit what about body language What's body language? <laughs> ah, shit. I also listen to all of Hot Space. So, Hot Space and News of the World, I listened to both of those, but like three years ago, totally forgot the whole thing. Body language! <laughs> yeah, I like staying power more. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, my number five. My number five uh, is You're My Best Friend. Mm, there we go. I love, uh, I feel like the keyboard at the beginning sounds very nice. Um, the whole song is obviously like you guys are saying it's like a nice you know like heartwarming song almost you know about some talking about their best friend uh i the line i really like you make me live i feel like that's a pretty nice thing to say and calling your best friend honey 
You know, that that's nice. We don't see that a lot. I want to see that a little more. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to not call my best friends honey, but yeah. <laughs> you do that. It just makes one of you, honey. <laughs> I, I really like when it says, and I want you to know. I'm like, uh, something about that delivery really hits. Did not make my list. It's a good song, but it, it reminds me of commercials too much. Not that the other songs that they use in commercials didn't remind me. It's like, you you know, this one, oddly enough, is more often about a sandwich, you know? You're my best friend. That, that uh, one makes it sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we are at number five. Yeah. We are the champions. News of the world. Um, come on. The, the Mandela effect where people think yeah. they end it with of the of world. Of the world. It does do it at one point in the song. Yep. They could fade out right there, but then but then the fake out. They there's another verse of song, and that's our favorite. Well, that'd be a really short song if they ended it at the first <laughs> of the world. Uh, oh, but it's one track, you know. We are the champions, right? No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. It's, yeah, it's part of We Will Rock You. So. Or right. shit, ah, fuck, We Will Rock You. That's what that's called. Yeah. <laughs> it's late. We are the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I love it it's it's a great song it's fun for karaoke everybody sings along Um, musically I I like it better than We Will Rock You just because it's all that piano and whatnot. and uh, you you listen to it and you don't feel like a loser you feel like the champions you're like that's us we are the champions and uh, you know whether it's the highest score on uh, We Will Rock You, Lego Rock Band, or whatever. You know, they had to have We Are the Champions and Lego Rock Band 2, right? They they definitely did. I, I don't know like what a, Lego yeah, Rock Band 2 is. Yeah, you, oh, they also. <laughs> <laughs> May I go to the bathroom, teacher? <laughs> I'm such a dick. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they probably did, didn't they? I, I think so. You couldn't do anything with the guitar on it. Nah, wait, they, they got stuff in the second half. What, who am I kidding? <laughs> when I love it, on and on and on and on. Yeah, exactly. It's like a night at the opera. Or a day at the races. Right. It, it comes after. Or jazz. No. <laughs> Uh, hot space. Hot space. No, no, that one's after the eighty-one. We forgot the eighty-one. It's okay. Uh, the game. Spe- yeah. Ah, Greg, what a pro. Triple H. Uh, <laughs> it's all about the game. <laughs> yeah, no, this ain't the Motorhead podcast. That'll be in a few years when we're familiar enough with Motorhead to know fifteen of their songs. Ace of Spades, uh, fifteen <laughs> times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number four. Under pressure, we got the other hot space hit, uh, the better one in most people's opinions. Uh, this one's a duet between a band and uh, debatably the the best, uh, you know, the solo goat, David Bowie. I'd uh, I'd put him up there. Um, this song, I've also never really gone much to listen to this in my free time. Uh, our dad listened to this song a shit ton. That might have been what uh, deterred me a bit, because I just heard it so much. Um, you know, the radio spared us a little bit. Our dad didn't, but, uh, you know, sounds okay. 
Uh, this song, it is another, uh, you know, what I would call objectively a masterpiece. You know, I, I can't say any actual criticisms of this whole thing. Now, I don't know, uh, you know, how long it took to write or, uh, con, you know, compose or whatever, but apparently the recording sessions were quite brief. Uh, yeah, they didn't really spend too much time together. Yeah. There was a bit of a uh, heat going on. Yeah. Well, heat, you know. The controversy. I hope they got share pack. You know, they, they, they earned it. You know, they, but, uh, friggin', uh, it, it's a really good song. You know, Vanilla Ice. Uh, we wouldn't have Vanilla Ice without Queen. Once again, these people are responsible <laughs> for some of pop culture's favorite things. You know, our beats like not like or you know, fuck it. No, no. See, I got the extra "duh" in there. Yeah, they directly sampled it. No difference at all. I'm I'm on a Vanilla Ice forty years later. I don't know what year it is now. Uh, but <laughs> Under Pressure, really freaking good song. All the directions. My number four has been mentioned again. I feel like all of my songs <laughs> at this point have been mentioned. But we're going with Killer Queen. Hell yeah. Uh, great snapping part at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Snapping into the piano. Like, yeah. That's not easy to do. Uh, it's another one that uh, I feel like it's just another a good vibe. I feel like it's got a little bit of, a, of an interesting vibe to it, too, though. You know, like, it's not just fun. Like, there's a little bit of... I don't even know. There's some elegance. Yeah, yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Some classiness. But you don't always get classiness with your rock and roll. Yeah. I feel you. It's like uh, be like a cat food commercial, you know, yeah. the cat with a crown walking to the bowl. It's like the the, the classy uh, aspect of it is like the the most like like standout part of it is like uh, it's like forced in a way, but makes it work while like it, it insists upon itself and, uh, and, and <laughs> like does it really gracefully. I I think it's a banger. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll we'll come back. Welcome back to Killer Queen. <laughs> um, my number four, Somebody to Love. Okay. One of my favorite American Idol group songs. You ever watch that when they do the uh, group like productions? So once they go to Hollywood, they have to like work together as a team. And um, Somebody to Love was a very popular song that groups would do from time to time because it's a good showcase of everybody's talents and. Um, another great quiet opening, and then all of a sudden they all come in on the harmony. And yeah. Can anybody? And uh, it's great. The harmonies are amazing. You, you really feel Freddie's plight. Mm. Can anybody find him somebody to love? And uh, I hit this song resonates with me. It hits home. It's personal. You know, I feel that desperation all the time. And uh, the friggin' build up, can somebody to love find me somebody? And it bounces now, and it bounces and they start screaming and then they come right at you. Now I'll, I'll chime in uh, just because of spoiler, I do not have this one on my list. So Gasp. I'll, I'll say my piece quick. Uh, in that little build up bit where they're like, the 
somebody to love. I, like, I always thought as a kid that for some reason, I don't know, maybe I was a violent kid inside. I thought they were saying, need somebody to love a fight. Me, oh, yeah. You know, and I'm like, are you a rowdy bunch, man. They freaking really like their soccer. You know, I, I don't know, man. But, uh, yeah, no, it, it's a really good one. Absolutely. Fight. <laughs> that is good. You know, we love a good round in our songs. Hey man, my name is Finlay and I love to fight. You know, they them UKs and their fights. Ah, oh yeah. yeah. That guy lost the most matches in two thousand and seven. Ah man, what a supportive guy. Good yeah. for him. He he did the he, he put his time in. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't want to push him. He, he, he was, was so fit. Young. You know, the guy was fit, guys. Yeah. Finley all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm such a the wrestling podcast will come up in another time. Uh, so that brings us to number three, Trace. Top three. Number three. My number three is Another One Bites the Dust. This song is freaking crisp. It is staccato. Just because I, I also have it at number three, so oh, I yeah. um, tagged you this one with you. You know, like... I don't know. It sounds really good. Like, I, I think for them going to a really simple, like, uh, you know, bare, bare bones kind of recording yeah. thing, yeah. that, like, they, they make it sound really good for what it is. Like, they, 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 they pick all the right notes, damn it. Uh, you know, and, the, like, that, the middle where they're like, I don't know the damn word. <laughs> but, like, that little guitar, little disco y uh, kind of pluckage be, going on in the background, like bit. that. That's just so damn smooth. Like that. That's really nice. Uh, you know, for like, like I think for being like right at, well, well after uh, Disco's dead, uh, that that they they made it work very much for for Disco being dead. Uh, but but yeah, it's uh, it's my number three. Yeah, I feel like the bass part, you know, is one of the most iconic bass parts ever. Like when you hear that, it's just like yeah. You know, it comes in right with the drums. The drums are just laying down like a steady B, and it's playing. It's and then the guitar starts to like, you know, uh, mimic it a little bit, and, and then it goes into its own thing. And it's just like, man, this is just—it's got the the perfect groove. It really does. Absolutely. Oh, some bitch. I thought this was on uh, the 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 hot space there. I'm thinking of staying power because that one was inspired by another one bites the dust. Uh, this one, this one's on the game, right? Or, or was it the '78 one there? The game. I'm a, ah, okay. So yeah, no, no. D- Disco's dead. Disco's plenty dead. <laughs> and uh, but that's that's my uh, number three. Yeah, that's good. Wow, I'm glad that we've like we've all had matches. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, and we're gonna jump right back to Killer Queen. Okay. My number three. <laughs> uh, I call this the Powdered Wig Queen song. Honestly, I was thinking about it when you brought up Elegance. It fits very well with their name of Queen, you know? I feel, And I know the song's called Killer Queen, but I feel like that song kind of, it's, like, it fits. Like, that's their signature song. song. A band named Queen all day. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, it's got that kind of, like, almost royal. It would be like if the Doors had a song called "We Are the Doors." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like the they, sound of closing doors in the, in the background, the percussion. They, they, they really <laughs> had someone. Uh, they had someone to impress with that song. I think they did. It's like uh, the Who having the song "Who Are You." Yes, I always thought that was funny. Like, 
It's like they do that on purpose. <laughs> I always like that one. You know, we we should do a Who one, the uh, the uh, the Who one. Yeah, yeah that's right. I'll do a the Who podcast and of the Rolling Stones and of the Pink Floyd and uh, and and of the has anyone done uh, the Beatles? Uh, yeah, yeah, we did already. the Beatles. Oh, that's yes, right. Yeah. That's the Beatles. Can always do the Beatles after the Beatles. Hey man, I I can definitely do an individual Paul. I just meant like clump them together, but I mean, we yeah we could do that too. Oh yeah. I would say, the rest of them, even John's stuff, it's like, really, some of it's yeah. just... You'd have to lump him and George and Ringo together. And Yoko. No. Yeah. <laughs> it don't come easy. It's going to be up there, you know. I don't know about the other Ringos, but uh, it don't come easy. Well, you're 16, that. obviously. Everybody yeah. loves that one. Yeah, he's setting yeah. the bar low with that one. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... It's a cover also, right? So yeah, he's real yeah. low. Yeah. yeah, he... I feel like by that point, even though it was a cover, he should have probably known not to. Maybe we don't use this one. <laughs> right. they, they, they were the, for the band. They were with the times. I don't know about him. The, the 1970. He was yeah, having his fun. <laughs> yeah. But Killer really? Queen, it always it struck a chord with me from the first time I heard it to the last time I heard it. Um, it's it's a very British sounding song like yeah you know it was just very fancy uh all the references the moet and shandal and gelatine dynamite with a laser beam it's just but uh it's very jack blackish i could hear jack black singing this song that dynamite <laughs> with a laser beam uh, I know, I they, they laser really beam. amp up the the effects. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they really knew what the fuck they were doing. But uh, that brings us to our top two. The big two. My number two. You know where number two has come from? Fat Bottom Girls, guys. That's my number two. Uh, <laughs> 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 I didn't pick it for that reason. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, nah, this song's freaking hype. The whole damn thing is just hype all over the place, you know. I was just a skinny fatty. You know, that's not the words. But, man, it could be. Um, but, like, ah, it's Black just so, day. you know, boom. Boom, it's freaking booming. And, you know, they're hitting you with the harmonies. The harmonies sound good on this one, like really good. Uh, and just, like, I don't know, they, they got, like, a, for the time, like, it sounds compressed even. Like, like they like they got some kind of sound that's, like, a little bit bigger than what they're able to encompass with their recording technology. But they're well aware of it, and it's mixed really nice. I, I think this song is is a nice, powerful anthem, and it's uh, it's it's the good shit it's the good shit absolutely yeah definitely that part where they where it cl- hits the guitar the guitar picks up after the harmonies that's Man, good and the structure the order of things yeah. like it's just so nicely the drum everything comes in nice sequence you know it is a really well written song my number two this one was mentioned I didn't I guess I put it a lot higher than everyone else put it, <laughs> which is crazy little thing called love. Yeah. So I feel like that to me, that like I know I've been calling them all fun songs, but I feel like that one to me like it, it does stand above the other ones to me. Like that's something I feel like I could listen to all the time. Uh, 
Freddie Mercury playing that acoustic guitar, you know, like when they play in concert, he starts with it. I don't know if he's actually on the record if he's playing or not, but but he can play it, so probably. Uh, and it's just like, I guess, yeah, like you guys said, it's kind of like a 50s kind of a vibe, but it's just good fun. It, you know, and they and that preceded uh, the Stray Cats. So we're we're gonna go out on a limb and say they're totally the reason yeah. the Stray Cats happened yeah. too. Dude, Brian. they say "Ready, Freddy" in that fucking song. Like, oh fuck! They, they they win with that. They know what they were doing. Mm. They always knew what they were doing. Yeah. Those bastards. Ready, Freddy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's good shit. Uh, you know, it's the bouncy and the doon 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 doon. <laughs> with the snapping again with the snapping oh man they had some snaps in their songs yeah, no, okay um, my number two what do you guys think it is it's Under Pressure Under Pressure yeah. Ice Ice Baby David Bowie Prince or uh, Freddie Mercury he was there <laughs> Prince the whole fucking gang was there everybody was there the by greats of our time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I'll tell you. That was a song that I didn't really hear it on the radio until after Dad got the best of Bowie uh, <laughs> CD. You know? And it was in um, The Girl Next Door. It's like the beginning of that movie. Did you ever see that movie, The Girl Next Door? Really good movie. Really good. Paul Dano's in it. Damn, Under Pressure is one of those ones you could fit into any movie, probably. Yeah, I did. I Kirk and I did a uh, karaoke friend of the show. Kirk, we did uh, karaoke Under Pressure once. Oh, that's fun. Who was who was Freddie Mercury? I was. Ah, yeah. I feel like Under Pressure, like to me, if it was in a movie, it'd be like they're getting ready or like they're running around, they're busy or something. You yeah, know, like a morning sequence. Because they're under pressure because yeah. they have to get yeah, whatever. Yeah, they're late to work. They're, like, you know, throwing their clothes on. They're, like, driving their coffee. I don't know. And it's another great jump scare in this song because you're, like, vibing. Din, 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 the piano. Ding, ding, ding. Then all of a sudden, David Bowie comes out. Pressure! And it's like, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. And the scatting. Beep, up, 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 up. Scatting, up. It's like, that's probably the my favorite song with scatting in it. You know that I feel like the part where it really gets uh, stressful there is like insanity lights under pressure we're breaking. Uh, yeah, that, that's what really, really gets stressful there, you know. Because right, you know, before that, you know, it's pretty low key, you know. We're we're just hanging out, boom, 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 you know, with the finger snappy, you know, ain't nothing much going on. <laughs> yeah, another great song. I don't know where the fuck they come up with all this stuff. It's like, man, <laughs> you know. What? You listen to their greatest hits, and it's like, yeah. But that brings us to, well, I think John and I are I on the same the boat. Same uh, Brandon over right. here with his controversial. Here comes me with my weird one. All right, I never heard this one on the radio, guys, and this isn't the reason that I have it on here. I'm gonna call it Bohemian Rhapsody Light Innuendo. Uh, sell so, uh, album title. Uh, uh, t- title track that's what they call it uh, on the album uh, <laughs> well, 1991 there their uh, their finale um, 
Uh, this is uh, an opener or something like that. Uh, but it, it goes in like five different directions. It is a wonderful, entertaining showcase of everybody's talent. I, I feel like it really just, you know, while sneaking under the radar of the radio, thank you so much, uh, you know, it's so, so bad. <laughs> but, like, I, you know, being fresh on it is a biggie for the Queen. Uh, I think it's a really, really holds its own uh, song that, that y'all should absolutely go give a listen to if you like the band. It uh, It's a very, uh, very entertaining six minutes or so. It's a little bit long, but damn it, they, they hold you uh, for, for that time. Uh, it's it's really good. I, I like it. Innuendo, my number one. I really like that these are the days of our lives from that album. Yeah. yeah. Always makes me sad though. I, like when I listen to that late stage Queen, I get kind of sad. Oh yeah. Uh, they could freaking go all the way until the end. It's like listening to uh, Jim Croce song. Any Jim Croce song, yeah. I'm like, oh, he recorded that right before. John, if you want to start us off. I'm assuming we have the same thing, which is, uh, how am I going to put this? I want to break free. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brendan said light, so I'm trying to think of it. Innuendo. Ultra. Ultra. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody. Hell yeah. So, Brendan did say this when he was giving it some, some credit, even though lower than I feel like, like at the bottom <laughs> yeah. it's fair I just had to put staying power above it I'm such a dumb <laughs> so I feel like it's one of the most impressive uh, examples of stitching different you know almost musical parts together like it, it sounds like it could be multiple songs and it's done like to an extreme you know I feel like 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 Paul McCartney did stuff like that in his solo career, like kind of like where it would transition. But I feel like Bohemian Rhapsody is like the best example I can think of of like of doing that, and it also like it has so many styles in there, <laughs> and it's just I mean it's honestly like baffling that they took something that you know like Brennan said, like, it's kind of impartially impressive, but it's also really good. Like, that's the thing is that's amazing about it, is not only is it impressive, but it's also, like, a good song, you know? Like, it wasn't like they just did this thing just to do it. Like, it it works in every way. It's one of those songs that it transcends the band itself, and yeah. it's like, um... Any everybody knows that song. Yeah. If if there's a song that somebody knows that's like classic rock, you put that on into kindergarten class and there's bound to be kids that know that song. Yeah. You put that in an old folks home and people yeah. know that song. And like it's universally beloved. Um, I feel like I would be doing a disservice not only to Queen or the Gregheads or myself if I didn't put it at number one. It just it wouldn't feel mm-hmm. genuine. Um, this is my earliest Queen memory this song you know from Wayne's World headbanging to the music video where they're all like in the like bug eye lens type shit zero diamond 
Yeah, they're a diamond. Like, all four of them are, like, on top of each other with their fucking weird heads in the darkness. And, like, it's kind of creepy. They look like Jombie from Pee-wee's Playhouse. It's great. Oh, yeah. Plenty of shadow. They, they, yeah. they make sure. You know, but it's it's a classic 70s, and it's four different songs in one. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, mama Just Killed a Man. I thought his mama killed a man, and I was like, well, what's his problem? Why is he so <laughs> Oh, really, he's just like, yo, just killed a guy here. You know, he's yeah. just uh, casually saying, I'm not going to be back home. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just, I mean, the Galileo, you know, macaroni and cheese, Parmesan. Great guitar solo, too. Like when it goes into that part, it's like, wow. It's, they really just pulled out everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, <sighs> like, yeah, no, for it being like four different songs, they make it all blend into each other seamlessly. What's yeah. what's your guys' favorite part of that song? I feel like I don't know, like, cause it's all good. Like, obviously, like the piano part is iconic, but then like once it gets into like that Galileo, like that's so much fun too. Yeah. But like, I feel like the guitar solo is almost like the height of it, where it's like. Like I mean, it's boiling over. Like, like you get for me, you know, yeah. and then and that guitar solo, yeah. like it's just gonna be the. That's the like climax when everything, right yeah. That is the that's a good word. The climax of it. It's like when everything kind of. Oh, it all makes sense yeah. now. This mishmash deal, it all. I get it now. Yeah. <laughs> I performed it one time, live in front of people. That was fun. Oh, yeah. It's it's just it's a great song. Um, you know, I don't know anybody who hates it. I mean, yes, it's obviously songs that get white people turned. It's always on the radio. You go to the classic rock, WKRP, <laughs> you know, <laughs> whatever, in Cincinnati. But it's like they always play Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes, it's been played to death, but it's one of those desert island songs. You, you need it. Without that song, we... Music would not be the same. And uh, it made my top 100 favorite songs of all time. It didn't make yours, did it? No, no. Uh But it deserves it there. It belongs in many a top 100 list. All the Queen Greghead fans are keeping tabs. Oh, yeah. If if I were to say objective top 100 songs of all time, 100%. It's a damn masterpiece. Uh, What a great way to end the show. Another mm-hmm. another tie. Boom. Sweet. So we must have had... Let's see here. I'm trying to think of all the songs that we had. Um, we all had Keep Yourself Alive. We all had Crazy Little Thing Called Love. We all had Fat Bottom Girls. Another One Bites the Dust. Now, we all had Keep Yourselves Alive and our, Yourself Alive in our uh, honorable mentions there. That's, uh, That's pretty big. Consistency there. Um... Which does anybody really have in their top ten? Uh, you yeah, know. I'm, I'm sure. Uh, do you have Gaga? Did you have Gaga? I, I no, just barely uh, didn't make it there. Okay. Don't stop me now. Yeah, it was in my honorables. We are the champions. Somebody, oh. you didn't have somebody to love. I did not. Um, Killer Queen. Yeah. Under yeah. pressure and Bohemian Rhapsody. You, you. So <laughs> we had like ten, nine or ten uh, out of the fifteen. We're all the same, which. You know, 
that is a testament to how universally like not just good like obviously they're objectively good but their songs really hit and and not just for us but for everybody like queen is one of those bands that i don't care if you're five or 500 like those those guys really resonate um i want to thank you guys for coming on we had a lot of fun this time around and i can't wait for the next one is there anything you guys would like to say before signing off no i had a lot of fun uh it's it's been a time yeah it has been a time um thank you guys once again for coming on thank you anytime and uh thank you to all the greg heads we really appreciate your uh support and you know it's always a fun time um we'll see you next time seek rest out